Hello nerds and welcome to a new episode. It is finally almost Christmas and it has been snowing the past few days. And the snow it hasn't even melted yet, it's still there. We might get a white Christmas here, it, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, it just makes me very happy. Anyway, sit back, relax and get yourself a hot beverage and listen to me talk about books. One of the only things I can talk about without being sorrowfully awkward. Besides Shadow and Bone. And soon we're getting the second season and I'm so excited I might die. And by the way, should my voice seem to die at some point, it's just because I'm getting a cold and my voice is kind of dying. Anyway, talking about Shadow and Bone. I was at the Comic Con in Stuttgart with two of my friends recently and there I have met Archie and Kit, two of the actors of the series. They are both incredibly kind and it was really fun and stressful. And Kit even liked the gift that I made, that was really nice. I unfortunately didn't get to make a gift for Archie though, as getting a picture and an autograph from him was rather spontaneous. My friends and I thought we'd be done at around 12pm and afterwards we planned on exploring the city. However, my dear friends went to see Mads Mikkelsen and the lines to get a picture with him were already incredibly long. And then the lines to get an autograph? They definitely had to wait one to two hours. I did feel bad for Mads and I do hope that he got a few days off after that. But because it took so long, I got to see Archie as well and I'm really glad I did. It was great to see that the actors actually exist. I sometimes forget that the characters in the series are played by actors that are real humans. Also, the second season has been announced recently on the 16th of March. I already took a day off that I can immediately watch it. Oh well, I'm gonna take a day off on this day. I can't wait to see Wylan, Nikolai, Tomar and Talia on screen. And all the crows! I need a healer! I am dying! I rewatched the first season recently and whenever I see the Darkling on screen, I kind of want to punch him. I'm not a violent person, but the way he manipulated Elena, I just hate this bastard. <laughs> anyway. Books! That's what I wanted to talk about. And I'm gonna start with How to Excavate a Heart, a book with lesbians in snow. Need I say more? Anyone who's not convinced to read the book? What the heck. Anyway, Shani, after being dumped quite suddenly, just wants to focus on a month-long internship during her winter break in a museum, where she would prepare fossils of dead fish. She just wants to focus on that and nothing else. Of course, nothing else is planned. As her mother drives her to the place where she's going to stay, they run into a girl, May. Literally, with a car. No one gets injured, they merely bump her a little bit, but still not good. Certainly not a meet cute you'd imagine. 
but nothing to worry about. Despite Shani immediately thinking that May looks kinda cute, there's nothing to worry about, as it would be very unlikely for them to see each other again. Meaning her focus on that fish would not be disrupted. However, then Shani, because of some reasons, has to walk a dog of someone who's too busy with work. The dog belongs to a weather reporter, who has a daughter. The daughter being May, the almost driven over by a car girl. What a funny coincidence! May doesn't even like Shani at first, but after meeting at a museum by chance, they get along better and better. May even walks the dog with Shani every now and then. They grow closer and closer until they have to stay at a place together, for a blizzard started to sweep through the city. It was really fun getting to know the characters and watch them grow closer. It was also really nice to read about Shani being a nerd over that fish. I'm glad that the relationship between her and May wasn't the only focus. We got to see Shani's colleague at her internship, who is amazing, her best friend and the people she stayed with for the month. One of the best books I've read in a while and I highly recommend it. Next book. Hani and Ishu's Guide to Fake Dating. Ishu is an academic overachiever. After her sister kind of became the disappointment to her parents, she wants to be the opposite. She wants to have good grades and become a doctor. At least that's what her parents want for her. To make her parents even more proud of her, she wants to be elected as head girl. But for that, she needs the help of someone popular and good with people. Something Ishu is definitely not. Hani is one of the most popular girls and quite easygoing. She comes out as bi to her friends, who immediately invalidate her since she has never dated a girl. That's not how sexuality works, but as soon as you get to know Hani's friends, you'll know that those two don't care about others and are in general awful people who don't even take her religion serious. Hani, after panicking, wants to prove that she's bi. Which you, you should never have to do. When you say you're bi, you're bi. Anyway, her friends are awful and don't believe her. So she tells them that she's in a relationship with Ishu, who is the complete opposite of Hani. But as I've mentioned, Ishu needs her help as well. So they agree to fake a relationship. It gets complicated after, of course, feelings of romantic nature start to blossom between them. But of course, it gets complicated and things happen that might prevent a happily ever after for these two. It would have been a short story if no drama would happen. I love this so much, it was really fun to get to know the characters and their relationships with their families. It was really amazing and I need to read more books by this author, cause seriously the writing was perfect. Next book. Another book one of my dear friends recommended to me. Eddie LaRue by Schwab. I may or may not be utterly obsessed with Schwab's books. Anyway, 
Eddie is born in a small French village in 1714. All she wants is to be free, climb trees and go to the market with her father. She definitely never wants to get married or have children with not even 20 years old. In a moment of desperation, she runs into the forest and prays. Only she made the mistake and prayed if the sun started to go down. And you don't want to pray to the gods that answer after dark. But she doesn't notice and thus she gets an answer from a demon who offers her a deal. This particular deal puts a curse on her to live forever and be forgotten. Everyone she knows will forget about her. Once she leaves the room, no one remembers her. Not her parents, not her friends. The book plays both in the present and in the past. In the present, after taking a book out of the bookstore without paying, the owner, Henry, runs after her. He has not forgotten her and remembers her name. As they get to know each other, one also gets to know her past life. The way she's lived century after century, the things she's experienced, the ways she's suffered and how she has left traces of her existence throughout history. This book has already made me cry on the first page and many many more times after that. It's so beautifully written I could hardly put the book down and finished it within two days. It hurt a lot to read how a family forgot about her and I'm still not over it. I love getting to know her past life and see how she changed after 300 years. The ending really put a knife in my chest. It hurt so much. Just looking at the book brings back so much pain. But it was still one of the best books I've read this year. But as I said, it was written by Schwab. Of course it's fantastic. Another book the same friend recommended to me is Legendborn. Brie Matthews' mom dies and the 16 year old doesn't want to think too much about her memories or her childhood home. She goes to a college to escape all of it. However, on the first night on campus, she is the witness of a magical attack. A flying demon feeding on the energy of students who are just throwing a party. Then there's a mysterious teenage mage, a Merlin, who attempts to wipe Bree's memory of everything she just saw. That does not work though. This failed attempt unlocks a buried memory of the night in the hospital where mom died. Now that she knows that there is more to her mother's death, she'll do whatever it takes to find out more and to find the person responsible for this. She's even willing to infiltrate the secret society this Merlin is a part of, the Legendborn. For that, she gets Nick to help, a self-exiled Legendborn who only reluctantly agrees to help her. She gets deeper and deeper into the Legendborn who are revealed to be the descendants of King Arthur's knights, until it is announced that a magical war is coming. Bree has to decide whether she wants to go further and join the fight. Throughout the book, Brie finds out more about herself than she could have imagined. Her magical abilities she got access to 
only after her mother's death and many things about her ancestors that bring her closer to get some answers. I ordered the sequel as soon as I finished this one. It was so good. I admit, it was a little slow sometimes, but regardless, it was magical. I loved Bree's journey and a story with the descendants of Arthur, his knights and Merlin always gets me. While this Merlin in the book wasn't the nicest person, it was impossible for me to hate him. Just because I loved Merlin in the BBC series, in this particular series still gives me emotional pain whenever I think about it. I love the characters and I can't wait to see what happens in the next book. Especially after that ending. I already started to read it a little bit and it is very good and I hope it doesn't kill me. We'll see. Anyway, that's it with this episode. It probably was not a good idea to record it while I have a scratchy throat. But it's too late now and I have to live with it. I mean, when else will I record it? I have to work every single day now from tomorrow on, so I just live with it now. Anyway, this year is almost over now and if I had to pick a favorite book I've read this year, I think I'd say the Shades of Magic series. I've read a lot of amazing books this year, but this series has my whole heart. This series also has now a special place in my bookshelf and I can't wait to read Threads of Power, a book that plays in the same universe and that'll come out sometime next year, probably towards the end. How will I survive until then? I don't know, I might die. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you have a nice time, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, and until next month. Bye bye!